exhibitions. Oral, Oral exhibitions. exhibitions. The oral exhibitions are a series of sound-only exhibitions produced by INDEX, the Swedish Contemporary Art Foundation. The exhibition has traditionally been understood as a physical space, a place where objects are included. Over time, there has been an increase in desire to escape from these spaces and to jump directly to the immaterial. Temporality and the subjective experience has defined its own historical timeline within contemporary art. Index is interested in redefining the language, presentation and distribution of art, questioning different formats around the exhibitional, which has long been part of Index's history. One of the most loved references regarding institutional critique and exhibition making is the Imaginary Museum by André Malraux. Malraux was playing with his almost infinite collection of images, building possibilities, escaping from a box. The combination of images and the almost infinite number of options opened the exhibition to become a flexible time defined by possible connections. In 1993, Curator Hans Ulrich Obrist had a conversation with artists Christian Boltanski and Bertrand Lavier that led to the idea to offer instructions to produce do-it-yourself exhibitions. For this oral exhibition, Hans Ulrich Obrist selects some instructions resulting in a continuum relating to ecology, artistic practices, poetic gestures, history, the present, and the future. Yeah, I've always been interested in this idea, you know, of how an exhibition can be transmitted by by words. I wanted to talk a little bit about do it and then read a few of the recent DIY uh, instructions because actually um, I was in a cafe in 1993 um, 90, in Paris. I was sitting in a cafe in Paris in 1993 in the Cafe Selec with my friends uh, Bertrand Lavier and Christian Botansky, the late Christian Botansky, whom I would like to remember here because he very sadly passed away this summer uh, suddenly. And um, um, Christian Bertrand and I were discussing about this idea how one can actually tell an exhibition and also how an exhibition could actually be transmitted through words uh, and through instructions. But of course, there is a long history of um, DIY instructions, how to manuals, scores, um, really throughout the 20th century. If you think about Marcel Duchamp, who would send his sister uh, in 1919, actually for the marriage, to Jean Crotty, uh, his sister Suzanne married uh, Jean Crotty, and she sent actually, uh, Marcel sent a wedding gift from Argentina, uh, which is sort of an instruction piece, the ready-made Malheureux, where he instructed them to hang a geometry book from their balcony so that 
the pages of a dictionary, uh, the pages of the geometry book would actually be destroyed and the text would sort of slowly be erased by the elements. And then, of course, there is Lazo Moholinaj who told artworks over the telephone, right? Because he was one of the first artists to realize uh, an entire exhibition over the telephone. And then, of course, artists of the Fluxus generation, if you think of Yoko Ono, Alison Knowles, or George Brecht, um, have produced seminal works with instructions, thinking of Yoko Ono's grapefruit book here, which is an entire exhibition um, of DIY instructions. Uh, Alison Knowles calls the instruction events cause, uh, a type of performance invented by George Brecht, uh, kind of one or two line recipe for action. And all of these were inspirations for us to do to do this project, do it, and actually invite artists to um, submit instructions. And I'm going to read you today um, a few of the new uh, pieces, uh, actually, which it's the most recent iteration of Do It. It's a has a focus on ecology. It's 140 artists' ideas for planet Earth. Uh, a book called Remember Nature, which I edited with Kostas Stasinopoulos and the Back to Earth team. And um, we actually um, uh, Back to Earth team uh, includes um, besides Kostas and me also Rebecca Lewin, Joe Payton, which he updates are used to the Shafi Wars. And um, it is of course part of what uh, Bettina Korek, our CEO, and I. Um, basically uh, conceived of in terms of the serpentine as a whole new you know, dimension of ecology to the, to the organization. It seemed interesting to actually connect that to, um, connect that to, to do it and find, you know, because it would mean that people could really concretely do something. If they couldn't just read about artworks which deal with ecology, but um, everybody in a sort of a, micro or macro way could, could somehow make a contribution, could, could do something. Um, Ete Landman, who just passed away, also the poet, um, said, I wish we find back the natural rhythms of the world. We live by natural lights. We can rise just when the birds start to sing, then go to bed with the sun, sink in our dreams. So that was an inspiration to the book. And of course, the ideas of Alexis Paul and Gams, who says that we have the opportunity now as a species fully in touch with each other to unlearn, relearn our own patterns of thinking and storytelling in a way that allows us to be actually in communion with our environment, uh, as opposed to a dominating colonialist separation from the environment. Uh, these are the words of Alexis Pauling Gams, and I would say that that's very much what this entire book is about. It's about this communion, this togetherness, um, and uh, of course the entire back to earth project um, is the idea that we invite artists to respond to the climate emergency by proposing artworks that are also campaigns or methodology or an invention. And uh, so it is in that sense, uh, you know, um, uh, a book which also uh, includes instructions related to these artists' campaigns. Uh, but as you will see, many of them can actually happen also at home, and that was always the case of do it. You know, there were things one can do in the museum, but there are also um, things one can do at home. And it's rooted firmly in the messy and complex realities on the ground on, on which we walk um, on, on our planet. And it's both a program about change, but it's also a catalyst uh, for change. And it looks, of course, at multipliability, um, because there is no such thing as a single solution to problem as complex as the climate emergency. So in that sense, 
the hundred and forty at the outside the exoplanet Earth echoes the multiplicity. So it's 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 the idea to foster a diversity of responses and experiences and collaborations across disciplines and an interconnectedness which is so uh, so urgently so urgently uh, needed. And uh, yeah, it's a program about change, but also a catalyst of change. So it's not about representation, but it is actually about this idea in many different ways of hopefully uh, production of, uh, of reality. So I'm going to now read a couple of these works, a few of these works. So it's an exhibition. Some of these works, very few of these works are sort of historic pieces from the 60s or 70s, which the artists revisit. But the um, majority of them is actually new and specially written for, the, for this exhibition, of which you are all now listeners kind of become part, part of. Remember, nature is also uh, actually tied to Gustav Metzger, came up with, and of course, Gustav Metzger is the visionary artist who really um, is so instrumental in the whole ecology project of the, of the Serpentine, because he um, did with us the Extinction Marathon, a retrospective also at the, um, at the Serpentine, and um, uh, his dedication and, you know, to the environment and his advice to remember nature is, uh, is always, is always, is always uh, with us. Because since our first collaboration with Gustav, we worked you know, on so many projects with him that he passed away. Uh, in the marathon, we brought together practitioners from all disciplines to tackle the climate emergency. We then worked also on a big education project um, with um, with with Gustav. Um, yeah, so remember nature is also remember Gustav uh, Gustav Metzger. By Abhichapong. Locate an animal, mimic its expression and movement for two minutes. If there are no other lives around, observe an object and be it for two minutes. Do it regularly. Future farmers make an unannounced visit to a farm and take a good long look at the farmer's bookshelf. Asad Razan, choose a being to take care of, help them thrive according to their own principle of growth. Betty Saar, gather and assemble. Gather organic materials with help from local community. Past materials include brambles from Typhoon, Ruby, Manila, Birch branches from the Netherlands, tumbleweeds from Scottsdale, palm fronds from Los Angeles, bark from Pennsylvania, gravel, or sand. Assemble natural components, table, and four chairs. Place in the triangle arranged on the floor. Add copper hand molds and toss tarot cards. Install silk banners depicting elements of earth, air, fire, and water.
Banu Kaprin, instruction for mixed groups of artists, poets, activists, and all those working for climate justice in the coming time. We are not doing this alone. Organize around the midline scene or orange flare. But before you begin this work with others, ask yourself, what do you never want to experience in this space? Train yourself to ask this question before you begin. Otherwise, whatever you do, you'll pour from the cracked base into the wet grass. Brian Eno, for one week, think about everything you do in terms of where it strengthens or erodes community. Community strengthening activities can be quite subtle. For instance, a narrow road creates an opportunity for generosity and an opportunity for gratitude when one driver pulls in to let another pass. Or a shop where buying something involves making contact with somebody, interacting with them and thanking them, or going to the local pub, or helping somebody with their bags, or walking your dog where other people walk theirs. Even cinemas and theaters and sport matches are short-lived communities, occasions where people share something together, see each other, smile at each other. These small interactions are the lubricants of social life the ways in which we discover each other and find common feelings. They are becoming scarcer. How do you shop? What do you buy? How do you entertain yourself? Where do you go? Who do you meet? Who do you help? Who helps you? Who do you thank? Sao Fei. And this is an extract from the poem Stopping by Woods on a Snowy Evening by Robert Frost. The woods are lovely, dark and deep but I have promises to keep and miles to go before I sleep and miles to go before I sleep. Carsten Hörlong. Colleen Smith, Urban Farmer. One, identify three edible weeds on your block. Two, water them, fertilize them, and prune them for maximum yield. At this point in the instructions, potential striation could occur. If following instruction is not relevant, skip to instruction five. Three, observe a city beautification workers cut them away. Four, repeat. Or, 
You may live in a neighborhood in which the city has decided beautification is not a necessary thing. Five, in which case, trim greens when tender, wash with soap and rinse well. Six, saute in cashew butter with salt, pepper and chili pepper flakes to taste. Seven, repeat. P.S. Try not to violently attack people who let their dogs piss and poop on your greens. Cecilia Vicuña. See a tree as true. True comes from tree. It lives and dies. Truth, like trees, can be murdered by lies. Cooking sections. If your salmon were not fed on synthetic color, their flesh would be gray. After Eve Klein's blue cocktail from 1958. Char two beetroots in the oven, scrape off the black crust, cut, season well and eat. Look at the color of your urine. You have been dyed. Establin, find a photograph of two trees, find an x-ray image of the two bronchial trees within a pair of human lungs. Praise over both. Contemplate the visual connection. The structures inside us that allow us to breathe, the structures outside us that make the air breathable. As you breathe in, visualize the 600 million alveoli like leaves on the branches of the bronchial trees within your lungs. As you breathe out, visualize the stromata on the leaves of the three trillion trees which make your breathing possible. If you have $8, go to institutoterra.org and plant a tree. Think of it growing as you breathe. We have a website, instituto.terra.org. If you have $8, Go to institutoterra.org and plant a tree. Think of it growing as you breathe. Etelanam. And I'd like to dedicate this um, series of instructions to Adele, who passed away last week, age 96. Back to earth can mean away from many things. I wish we could get back the natural rhythm of the world. We live by natural lights. We can rise just when the birds start to sing, then go to bed with the sun. Sink in our dreams. If we need more time, use candies, like Plato must have done in his philosopher's cave. Back to earth may well mean back to shadow. Follow with our eyes the flickering of shadow along the wall. We will need more bees than electric fans. Why not? I will root for candlelights and sunshine. That will be a good start.
forensic architecture, air bubble. Look at an air bubble. It takes years for an air bubble trapped between a wall and a glass frying pan to make its way up the building facade. Its expansion and contraction, the power and the speed of its crawl record changes in temperature and humidity in the climate and effort to regulate it. Gabriela Hers, Cura para las almas. For 40 days I drew and colored every day. I encourage friends to do it too. It has been a journey that anyone can take. You don't need talent, just some colors, paper, and consistency. It will help process emotions in these charged times and will surprise you with shades of yourself. Know thyself. Giuseppe Pinone, approach a tree, grab its trunk with your hand, wait for its growth to envelop your hand, put the time of your life in relation with the beings around you. Hyphen Labs, ecological striptease, Peel away your selfish skin, discard that insatiable appetite, spank an inflated ego, rub out collective hatred, caress the soil. Jena Sutela, to celebrate the symbiotic planet, chew and spit grains to convert their starch into sugar. Leave the liquid to ferment by wild yeast in the air. Get drunk on the alcohol brewed with your saliva. Jota Mombasa. Okay, breathe. Now turn off your phone and open all the doors and windows of your home. Whisper a secret to the wind. Kate Raver, be regenerative by design, work with and within the cycles of the living world. Be distributed by design, share opportunity and value with all who co-created, create economies that aim to thrive forever rather than to grow forever. Latai Tamoprio, back to earth. Immediately dig a small pit, one foot by half a foot and 100 millimeters deep will surface. Remove five fingers from a hand of bananas, lay them in the pit, bury them, forget them.
Martino Campo, collect now guidelines. One, go for a walk or swim and pick up a small item of plastic waste or other material from nature. Park, forest, mountain or beach. Two, recycle and dispose accordingly. Three, repeat daily, increasing quantity. Four, you'll quickly become an expert. Five, collect with your patron friends or start a collecting group. Equipment needed, a reusable rubbish bag, gloves and tongs. No previous experience needed. Warning, this might become addictive. Olafur Eliasson, look down, look up. Look down. Notice how the earth is holding you up. Be down to earth, make a garden. The garden is also the gardener, and you are the garden. Swing back and forth, extend your senses into the garden, become with your local environment, commit compassionately, stay with the trouble, our garden planet. No need to hurry to Mars. Now, look up again and notice the intensity with which the earth holds you. Precious Okoyomon, Untitled, 2019. 1. Write down your fears on a white square piece of paper. 2. Fold the paper into a tiny triangle. 3. Set on fire. 4. Take the ash outside. 5. Put it in dirt. 6. Plant a flower in the dirt. Pansies, cosmos, snapdragon. 7. Repeat until you have a garden. Sheila Hicks, do not finish what you're doing. Keep doing it, only better and longer. Try doing it in darkness and upside down. Breathe deeply, rhythmically. No salt needed, vision swirl, clamshells shatter, grab the blue line, grip it tightly. Do not let go, do not let go. Tabita Reser, Libation. Pour a drink into the earth for your ancestors. Feed them, feed the earth. Call upon their guidance. Listen. Sumaya Valley, Counterspace. Feel the shifting edges. Go for a walk, barefoot. Walk so gently that your feet hear the histories of the ground beneath them. Inhale. 
consider where the environment ends and you begin. Walk that line. Where is it? On your skin? In your mouth? In your lungs? In your blood? Exhale. Is that CO2 you? Breathe the trace of condensation on a glass surface. Touch it. Is it part of you or of the world? Listen to the sciences, absences, presences. Read the deep fault lines of geology and control. Ingest the atmospheric consequences of another era. Feel other entities, other places, and other times. Life forms defy boundaries at every level. Feel the shifting edges of yourself. <laughs>